Knowing that we have 25,000 students who are missing out annually in terms of education and we are only about to do a business case in June of 2023. So what are we going to do? What is our interim um, plan or what's going to be our interim approach to address this while waiting for that business case to happen? And this is only talking about business case and uh, this will undergo massive, massive uh, review sessions, review activities, and uh, this will undergo scrutiny as far as I'm aware. Based on my experience, any business case will undergo, uh, is undergoing scrutiny from uh, leaders, company leaders and stuff like that. So having said that, how are we addressing the needs of these 25,000 students? who are missing annually um, in education. What are we doing in the interim? What's the plan? What's the goal? Appreciate that we are now looking into this uh, special education um, side of things, which is um, very grateful. But what about those who are currently missing out? What are we doing with those uh, children? Uh, any plans, any activities, any goals that we need to set as soon as um, any goals that we can set or any activities that we can set that we can that can give us faster outcome for these uh, children who are missing out right now. Uh, my wife was talking, uh, I have spoken to, uh, she was saying like at long last <laughs> they're starting to look at this and um, I've been fighting for this for 15 years. Uh, they've been fighting for this. So just think about that. 15 years. These children who need support have outgrown the support. I kept on saying these children will continue on growing up and will not wait for the support and they will miss out and they will miss out a lot. Approximately one in every 59 children are born with autism. Albert Einstein. Dr. Einstein had no speech until age three. Steve Jobs. He was a loner. He brought snakes to school. Leonardo da Vinci. This man was far advanced on the autism spectrum. I'm not naughty. I'm autistic. And I just get too much information. You're listening to Takiwatanga. Love Not Cure. Exploring autism one strength at a time. Kara, thanks for watching and I uh, hope you're all doing okay. And today's episode is our second or part two episode about education. So in the last episode, just a recap, I did talk about the, the session that I've had with other parents and other um, uh, participants of that meeting with Erica and also Nicola from National uh, Party. And they were talking about their plans about education I didn't focus much of on the um, immigration side of things. I just focused more on, on the education side of things for um, neurodiverse uh, children. It was a good conversation and I hope I was able to give some um, highlights. But I know it's not that clear that time when I was talking about it. But um, what I was uh, saying that time is... Um, I am still hopeful that those uh, two parties are, or all of the parties who are sitting uh, the parliament are going to work together for the sake of these children and hoping that uh, they'll be able to support these children as soon as possible. So yeah, now let's get on to our topic for today. 
So for our topic uh, for today is about the $1.2 billion overhaul of special education. This was announced a couple of uh, couple of days ago or a few days ago. This was in one of the news on the 17th of November. And uh, as they were saying, there is a going to be a business case uh, that will be for next year. The month mentioned was um, or is uh, June 2023. It was one of the articles in RNZ. Since April, as they were saying, April of 2022, they were reviewing how children with high needs are going to be supported. My question there is that um, what about those children who did not meet the criteria of uh, high needs? Remember in, 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 the, in the funding per se, I don't know what the business case would be, but I'm just basing my response um, to the current um, system that we have for, let's say, ORSF um, application. In ORSF application, there are like nine criteria and in those criteria, you will have to meet different um, checkbox, tick box. Wherein, if you miss one, even if you have a very high need on some other areas of, of learning, you won't get it. So that's what I'm after in this statement. They were saying support to kids with high needs. So what about those kids who are moderates or kids who have low, medium high needs, right? And that's my concern because we're just focusing on one area of the spectrum again and we're not considering the whole um, spectrum so please if we are going to do some business case like this please consider uh, the rest of the spectrum not just those who are in the very high needs i understand they are very high needs which i agree they, we need to focus on them but if one child misses just one uh, box from the set of tick boxes that they need to they need to satisfy just one tick box that they miss they're gonna miss the whole uh, support i don't know i do not have the answer for that but it's just something that bothers me a lot when i read the news all right so the intent actually is good which is to increase the number of families uh, who are receiving help for disability and they are talking about disabilities again and my concern is how about for autism i have raised this question with other with other entities with the minister in faikaha as well if we are considering autism as part of the disability and i didn't get the answer that i am wanting but what i'm after is if we are going to provide support how are we going to identify the right support for these children, right? Regardless of the condition that they have. How are we going to provide that support if we do not have any sets of uh, criteria? Again, I understand for parents like me, it's a little challenging for any additional label that we are going to put onto these uh, children. But if any categorization will help, so that they can get the right support for their, um, so that they can get the right support, so that they can live the way that they wanted to live, then I'm happy for any category that you would want to put on to these uh, children. Me, personally, as a parent of uh, an autistic child. So, which means this will make it easier for these children to get the right support. I'm going to um, set aside my feelings about this additional label that we're going to put to these children because they've already been labeled as, uh, as such but again by doing so they will get the right support why not 
for me personally. For other parents who don't want to have an additional label or additional category for their children, then might be something that you want to um, have a chat about. I don't know, maybe Faikaha or other entities who handles these kinds of uh, things. But I'm not an expert on that side of things, but just my opinion. On the other hand, uh, they are also reducing the resistance for school or schools to accept disability student because there's no adequate support being received by EZE. So there's 5% of unmet needs. This is about 25,000 students who are missing on support annually. We're talking about 25,000 kids. Knowing that we have 25,000 students who are missing out annually in terms of education, and we are only about to do a business case in June of 2023. So what are we going to do? What is our interim um, plan? Or what's gonna be our interim approach to address this while waiting for that business case to happen? And this is only talking about business case. And uh, this will undergo massive, massive uh, review sessions, review activities. And uh, this will undergo scrutiny, as far as I'm aware. Based on my experience, any business case will undergo, uh, is undergoing scrutiny from uh, leaders, company leaders and stuff like that. So, having said that, how are we addressing the needs of these 25,000 students who are missing annually um, in education? What are we doing in the interim? What's the plan? What's the goal? Appreciate that we are now looking into this uh, special education um, side of things, which is um, very grateful. But what about those who are currently missing out? What are we doing with those uh, children? Uh, any plans, any activities, any goals that we need to set as soon as um, any goals that we can set or any activities that we can set that we can that can give us faster outcome for these uh, children who are missing out right now. Again, my concern is how can we know how many of these children are on the autism spectrum? How many of these children are or have physically uh, disabilities? How many from these children have physical disabilities and they have autism spectrum or they are on the autism spectrum as well or how many are having other challenges you don't have the numbers so it's just um, my view this is just an estimate at least we have something to consider in addition changes to the way the specialty schools work so there will be changes on that and also 30% of children needing help is an underestimation as per bank so yeah, there's not much information about the details of that overhaul. So the details we don't know because it's going to be a business case. And as much as I want to get uh, further uh, details about that, there are a lot of things that are uh, not clear at the moment. And like I said, all I want as a parent is for all the parties to work together, regardless if this is going to be a business case or not. Please, I'm, all I'm asking is make this as we can work on this as, as fast as we can and if we can limit the number of meetings because this is going to be a business case and how many meetings are we talking about here based on my experience most meetings are a time waster to be honest and some of the past projects that i've had there are meetings that i've attended that are somewhat similar to the discussion of the meeting in the previous meeting does that make sense 
So the, the discussion point is the same as before. So how many similar scenarios are we talking about there? So all I'm asking is, please, um, we can have this work on the soonest we can and limit unnecessary meetings that are not going to be beneficial for, for the children. We can just focus on how we can support the children and work together within the parliament. That's all I ask so that um, these children can get the right support for them and can start building the right skills so that they can live the life that they want to live. I will try and see if I can get some time with anyone who has a, or who knows anything about this and who are also um, willing to share that information. Let's see if we can get that. If not, then that's right. If yes, then all good. So we'll just wait until June, what's going to be the update and from there. So I guess that's it for now. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you. And if you like this content, please hit that like button. And if you want or don't want to miss any succeeding or future episode, please subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you won't miss any single episode. Thank you again. Every Tangata Fight Takiwatanga is different. If you fail with one strategy, don't stop. Keep moving forward. Always remember that for every failure you encounter is one step closer to your success. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, Memuto te fakawa haire. Let's stop judging others. Memahi tahi tato. Let's all work together. Kia maya, kia kaha, be brave and be strong. Thank you.